everybody, I'm Mitch Goldich, and welcome to episode 5 of Mitch Eats Food, a podcast where I talk about eating food. Thank you so much to everybody who has already subscribed and left a rating and a review. Uh, I've gotten a bunch of nice five-star reviews, which has been fun to see. As a reminder, the podcast is available in all the usual spots, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. You can also follow me all over social media for pictures of food. I'm on Twitter and Instagram, at Mitch Goldich, and you should be able to search Mitch Goldich on Facebook to follow my writing page. And you can also tell all your friends, which goes a long way. You can share it on social media. You can tell friends. Word of mouth is always helpful, and it's been fun to see the response so far. I got a couple of fun emails. Uh, I got one email from a friend of mine uh, named David November, who I think is angling to be on an episode eventually when I come down to Philly. But he had a comment on episode two and how I kind of joked about how my first real episode about a meal was about a tuna fish sandwich. And Nav wrote, as a tuna lover, I was pleased. It's not weird at all because tuna is the greatest lunch on earth and more people need to know that and accept that. So that's a strong take from Nav. Thanks. I do appreciate it. You can send me an email at mitcheatsfood at gmail.com. You can also tweet at me or comment on Instagram or Facebook or whatever's easy. My cousin Jason actually also tweeted a picture. So that same episode was about the mutts at Fiori's Deli in Hoboken. And my cousin Jason, a few days later, went to Hoboken for the first time and tweeted at me a picture of the roast beef with mutts and hot peppers from Fiori. And he's from Fiori's. And he said it was awesome. The photo looked great. So I hope uh, some of you guys listening are having some fun with it. And if you check out any of my recommendations or if there are places you've been before, you can definitely let me know what you think. Into episode five now, and I want to talk about a brunch that I had recently in Columbus, Ohio. I don't know if anyone out there listening lives in Columbus, Ohio, or maybe you're from there, or maybe if you're a college football fan, you might have it on your bucket list to go check out a game at Ohio State. Or maybe you'll never go. I don't know. But people watch shows on the Food Network all the time about random places that they're never going to go. So I was in Columbus, and I want to tell you about an awesome brunch that I had. It's at a place called Super Chefs. And they basically had a superhero theme to everything. So they had green waffles named after the Incredible Hulk. They had red pancakes, just all kinds of crazy types of meals. And the menu was just insane. They had giant portions of really heavy-duty food combinations, stuff that uh, might make more sense as a dessert uh, or something later in the day than a breakfast, because a lot of it was just like really sweet and chocolatey and sugary and, and uh, I mean, tough to put down that early in the morning in some cases. Uh, but we were there for, for brunch. It was a place I kind of found out by or discovered by accident, just found it on Yelp, but then it immediately passed the first test because I went to the front desk of the hotel where I was staying. I was there for a wedding, actually, and I mentioned to the two ladies behind the front desk where we were going, and they got so excited. They're like, oh my god, you are going to have the best meal. So knew going in that we were going to have an awesome time there. And I went with my girlfriend, Sam, and we actually, we had to wait like an hour. I was kind of surprised that there were, it seemed to be a lot of places were closed on a Sunday morning in Columbus. And uh, that was, it was definitely uh, caught us off guard a little bit and, and limited the choices. But uh, luckily, Super Chefs was open. There was a line for an hour. I don't know if it's that bad every day of the week or if maybe that was just a Sunday thing. But we uh, decided to wait it out. 
and I'm glad we did. We went in, we got two meals and decided to split it, which we do a lot. And I mean, that's just the best way to do food, right? You, uh, you share and split and get to try multiple different things. So the two things that we got, one were, uh, was a meal of chicken and waffles, one of my all-time favorite classic breakfast and brunch meals. And another was a giant stack of pineapple pancakes because the pancakes seemed to be the specialty. Like, I mean, the waffle meals were huge, but the pancakes, the stacks were gigantic, and it seems like everybody at every table was getting something with pancakes, so we felt like that was the way to go. The meal we had of chicken and waffles was called the Juggernaut, and for good reason, because it was gigantic. Uh, it came with actually two separate sandwiches, and it was like each sandwich was a quarter of a Belgian waffle on the bottom and the top stacked up. There was fried chicken in it, which was just really thick and juicy and good chicken. And then there was a ton of stuff on the sandwich. So I think a lot of times when you get a chicken and waffles, sometimes it'll be literally just chicken and waffles and you put some syrup on it and that's good. But that was not how this place did it. They had a fried egg, which was actually hard. A lot of times I love a good fried egg when it's like runny and it gets all over the, the waffle and everything else in the chicken. But this was hard and put together and kind of stayed together. And then there was candied bacon, American cheese, pepper jack cheese, maple syrup, and honey. And it was kind of nice. Sometimes I like when the egg runs, but it was kind of nice that it all stayed together because there was so much other stuff going on in the plate. And it, uh, it kind of helped make sure the egg didn't like take over everything else going on and, and mix with the syrup and everything. It was on a, a big, I mentioned there were crazy colored waffles and pancakes and things. The waffle was red, which I, you know, wasn't really anything special. It was kind of just a normal waffle, but it happened to be red, uh, which kind of was just part of the fun of having like a big crazy thing in front of you. The other plate was the pancake stack, and the original pancakes they had were awesome. They were just very soft and fluffy, just like a perfect pancake. And again, like the chicken, these are just really thick. So the pancake stack was eight pancakes, and it stood basically a foot high. So I don't know. I didn't measure it. Maybe it wasn't a full foot, but if it was a foot, then that means each pancake must have been, uh, what, like an inch and a quarter tall, an inch and a half. Uh, I should have probably done the math before I started talking on this podcast. Uh, so anyway, the original pancakes were great, and they basically alternated within the stack, where every other pancake was the normal one, and then every other one had pineapple stuffed into it, which uh, I thought was a really nice way to do it because it was good to have the pineapple stuffed pancakes, but it was also good to try the originals just because the texture is a little bit different when it's full and you let the batter just kind of run into the whole pancake without, uh, you know, sometimes like the consistency is a little bit different when you have a stuffed pancake and the pineapple ones were definitely a little bit different, but still had that great taste of the pineapple and then mix in with the other pancakes where you could try the original. Now, these had a pineapple cherry compote also. There was like a big slice of pineapple on the top, and then there was just this sugary mix on the plate. It was like how sometimes when you get a dessert, there will be like an icing or a frosting or something drizzled on the plate, and this was just this really uh, really rich, sugary, like crystallized thing that uh, it actually, they spelled the word pine on the plate, so I'm assuming they do that for all the different kinds of pineapple. Uh, but they just had this uh, really, really rich uh, desserty type uh, frosting to go and mix. And then obviously we put the butter and syrup on the pancakes like you would normally do. It was just this huge contraption. It took many, many toothpicks to hold the whole thing together. They had like the giant ones that go all the way down the whole stack and then also some little ones holding small sections of pancake together. 
So that's what we had. I also took some pictures of the menu just to be able to look at the descriptions of what some of the other things were on the menu. Now, uh, it's funny, the juggernaut, which is what we got, the chicken and waffle sandwich, was relatively tame, which is kind of a crazy thing to say about a meal that is literally called the juggernaut. But some of them uh, were just too rich for breakfast. I mean, I might have done it on a different day. I think this was actually, this was the day after the wedding and we were flying home and I didn't need to have the Elvis waffles right before getting on an airplane. The Elvis waffles had peanut butter, bacon, banana, chocolate, and caramel syrup, which is just, again, a very heavy breakfast. They had these uh, s'mores waffle sandwiches, which was waffles stuffed with graham cracker, stacked with marshmallows and chocolate. And again, that to me is like a dessert, something you eat before bed. Uh, that's, a, that's a heavy breakfast. But my favorite thing, which we saw on the menu and then actually saw a stranger order and got to watch him eat it, they had a wings and waffles, which, you know, normally you get your chicken and waffles like we did, and it's fried chicken, and it's kind of like a cutlet and something you can cut open. These were actual wings, and they were not like boneless wings. They were bone in, and they were dry rub, and it was literally six wings with a waffle. And it was like the whole thing was finger food. They had this sauce, and we actually, we were like creepily like uh, sneaking a peek at what he had and then asked the waiter about it so that he could tell us more. Uh, but the sauce, because I wanted to know what he was dipping the wings in, and it was a mixture of Frank's Red Hot and syrup. I don't know if it was actually like just Frank's Red Hot and syrup, if you're trying to recreate this at home. I think they might have had uh, a different brand of hot sauce and maybe some other ingredients, but that's basically what it was. And he's basically just dipping these wings into a red hot syrup and then also eating a waffle and just treating the whole thing like finger food. And it looked awesome. And uh, if I ever make it back to this place, I think that's the way I'm going to have to go to try something, something else. And that was Super Chefs. It was a fun place. Uh, the owner's mom was actually there making some custom New Orleans-style coffee. I am not a coffee drinker at all. I just can't stand the taste of it. Um, but Sam tried the coffee, and she said, uh, and this won't surprise you based on everything else on the menu, it was just so sugary, and it came just, like, smothered in whipped cream. She had to get just, like, a normal coffee, which I think was what she really wanted all along. Uh, but God, ordered a coffee, and it came like this. Um, and we, we didn't really have the heart to tell uh, this woman who... Uh, whose son was the owner and who was uh, making some some coffee for everybody that like looked really amazing uh, and was like a whole well done production. Uh, we didn't quite have the heart to tell her that she didn't really like it. I think she like sneakily also ordered a normal coffee to go with it. But it was just a fun environment and another one of those places that I love where everybody is in a good mood because like everything on the menu is a talking point and it's fun to sort of point and talk to strangers and see what they're getting and talk to them about it and look around and ask for advice and get a couple things and split them. And so I know it's kind of random that I uh, am spending an episode on a place in Columbus, Ohio, that I may never go again, that many of you may probably never go either. But it was an awesome meal, and that's why I have this podcast to talk about awesome meals. So uh, I don't know how well the place is known. Uh, I did look it up because uh, it's not in the same part of the city as the football stadium. But I looked it up afterwards, and it looks like it's about a 10-15 minute drive from the stadium. So I'm just assuming many of you, if you go to Columbus, that would be the reason why. Um, this is probably not on the recommendation list for people like booking a, a trip to Columbus and asking for advice. But if you are there, it's a place that I found quite randomly, and it was awesome. So now you know about it. 
That's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks again to everybody who has subscribed in iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. Again, you can go into iTunes and leave a five-star rating and a review, which is really nice, and I appreciate it, and it helps other people find the podcast. You can also follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all just search for Mitch Goldich, and there you'll have pictures of these monstrosities, including this gigantic stack of pancakes. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and I'll talk to you again soon.